Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge the season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so. Exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Laundronauts is a production of iHeartRadio. This is what we remember. This is what it sounded like. What we couldn't hear, we made up. The rest of it is all true. When last we left Perry in absentia, he'd grown to gigantic proportions, only to be joined by an equally gargantuan sludge. Rising from the ground in all his dark, dastardly, and mountainous glory. Hello, Perry. You ready? For what? Revenge! (laughs) You have what you've always wanted, Perry. You're a mountain among men. Well, among socks, maybe. You are Mount Perry. Okay, fine. I'm Mount Perry. Much appreciated. But revenge? Come on. It'll be the same when we get back. Not necessarily. You saw the changes at Nick and Mona. Yeah. Wait. How do you... You know exactly what I'm talking about, Perry. 
The real reason you're here? Your secret? How could Sludge know that? That was his secret. Harry really got angry, but to be so easily unlocked by this snot-faced, four-eyed chewer of desk gum he had come to save, it enraged him. Harry rose up to his full height and shook his boulder of a fist in Sludge's face. Yeah, I do know exactly what you're talking about, Sludge. But how the heck do you know exactly what you're talking about? Sludge's face curled into an oily grin. I can hear you, Perry, in my dreams. I can hear all of you. Perry felt a shudder run from his toes to his ears to his nose. I should have helped, J.D. Of all people, I should have helped you. Oh? And why's that? Because I know what it's like. Really? Charlie Evans stuffed you into a gym locker, Perry? Filled with all the dirty, stinking towels from P.E.? I was locked in there for hours, banging on the door, screaming. It was not pleasant. Not pleasant at all. But I survived, J.D., and I got over it. You weren't shoved into another world, Perry! No, I came by choice. Sludge grew quiet. His dark presence waned, diminished. But I was a putz. A real saite. We all were. And I'm sorry. We all are. Sludge gazed down at the bonsai trees as though they were toys that had lost their allure. When he spoke again, his voice was small, unsure. The voice of a ten-year-old boy. Why did you hide your middle name? What? Akiyama. It means autumn mountain. Why would you hide something so beautiful? How do you... Why? I don't know. I wanted to be more American. Normal. I don't know. My pop told me his dad, my granddad, Aki Akira Akiyama, the person I was named after... He sold everything he owned to buy our last name before he died. Hennigan, to get it changed permanently in the city records. He bribed some clerk. Why else would he do that unless he was ashamed of being Japanese? Sludge chuckled <laughs> and plucked a bonsai tree from the ground. He began twirling it effortlessly. He was trying to help you, you silly rabbit. He was trying to protect you from what was coming. What's coming? He stopped twirling. War. Well, I'm trying to help you, J.D. He inhaled a deep breath, and his dark presence began to grow again. Ah! That's the difference between you and me, Perry! He rumbled like a gathering storm cloud as he expanded, swallowing the bonsai tree in his darkness. I don't need anyone's help anymore! A giant hand shot out and clamped its massive fingers around Perry's throat, lifting him like a weed being plucked from a garden. I am Sludge! I am the creator of Absentia, and you will do what I tell you, Perry Akiyama, and again, a.k.a. the rabbit, or you will die! Stop saying my middle... Sludge's grip tightened, and all the air left Perry's body. Darkness rushed in. Perry fought to think, to stay conscious, to find our way back to Janaka, to his friends, to Carrot. It was suddenly in his hand. He stabbed it into Sludge's body and squeezed. His 
was a skeleton lit up like orange lightning inside a thundercloud. Then he exploded. Perry went topsy-turvy and turvy topsy. Then he crashed through a tangle of branches, landing with a... He was back in the gloom of the ominous forest. He was small again. He engaged the smashed no one. Now what, Rabbit? Dad Nabbit! Perry was having second thoughts about everything. As he thought this thought a third thought slapped him upside the brain wrinkle. You're not here to fight, Rabbit. You're here to gather info and hop on out. Perry whipped out his yo-yo and began performing some basic yo-yo tricks while he did the required thinking. Walk the dog around the world, Father Bob. Just the basics for focusing. As he yo-yoed, questions overflowed in the form of a musical ode. Sludges everywhere. So how am I supposed to move? What are you looking for? Perry's head began to pound like a bungo. He was hungry, thirsty, dusty, sore from being punted, squeezed, and concussed. He munched on some pretzels, washing them down with a swig from his canteen. It made him sleepy. He lay back on a spongy ground, letting the music wash over him. His eyes grew heavy. He began to dream of his seventh birthday when he stomped into his kitchen and declared to his parents, Okasan and Otosan, and his younger twin siblings, Rita and Frank, sitting in their high chairs. I have decided I will no longer be using my middle name because I am American and not Japanese. I will also no longer be speaking Japanese because I am American. And as an American, I will be speaking American and American only. What do you say? Why are you talking like a silly rabbit? Grandpa Aki gave away everything to help us. And now you want to get rid of only Japanese you still have? Sono koto. I am now going to run away from home and climb to the highest point on earth. Should I pack a sandwich? And shout my full name at the top of my lungs for the last time so that everyone will know that I, Perry Akiyama Hennigan, did indeed exist on this day and that I clearly asked for The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien for my birthday and not Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck. 
I will then cast my middle name, my mother tongue, the lucky wallet that Grandpa Aki gave me, and this book that I didn't ask for into the abyss below. <sighs> Never to be spoken of, by, or for again. Got it? Oh, uh, no. See you by sunset? Harry got as far as the summit of Mount Davidson. 928 feet in the air. Which is no main feat, being that Mount Davidson was the highest point in San Francisco. And that Perry was only seven. It took him nine hours. When Perry finally reached the peak, gasping for breath, his legs burning, he looked around and realized that not only did he not have the strength to shout his full name at the top of his lungs, he didn't really want to anymore. Never before had he beheld such beauty. As twilight descended on the city of San Francisco, lights were popping on in the houses below, in the hills around him, placing Perry in the center of his own celestial constellation. Utterly interstellar. Street lamps flickered to life, illuminating roads that stretched out through San Francisco, outlining its curves, swerves, and cul-de-sacs. The sun's afterglow lit up the horizon with a marmalade splash. Perry was just a boy, but he knew this was meant for him. It was the sunset of Perry's middle name, the sunset of his mother tongue, the sunset of Perry Akiyama Hennigan. Perry flung Steinbeck's Book of Mice and Men off the cliff. It vanished in the darkness below. He took out his lucky wallet, reared back to throw it, but stopped. He slipped out the weathered photo of his grandpa, Aki, as a boy. Like looking in a mirror, Perry bowed low to the photo. You deserve better, Grandpa. He put the photo back in his wallet and put the wallet back in his pocket. And Perry went home. This was his dream as he lay asleep in the ominous forest of absentia. And when he awoke with a start, it's where he was sitting, on the summit of Mount Davidson, clutching the carrot tightly in his hand. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. All 12 episodes of The Passage are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. 
Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. A teeny wee bee so gleefully free sees thee and me sneeze and flees to these trees. He was back in the gloom of the ominous forest. Perry repeated the ritual, clutching the carrot. A teeny wee bee so gleefully free sees thee and me sneeze and flees to these trees. Mount Davidson. Dancers began to dance like ballerinas in his head. Obsession's an empty canvas. Whoever has the paints and brushes is in charge. I have the carrot. I have the plum. I made this mountain. But what does JD have? Perry folded his arms defiantly. Vasco got no degama on me, sludge. JD was standing in front of him before he could complete another breath. But gone was the dark, oozing form of sludge. It was JD the boy standing there. The boy with the stupid taped-up glasses. The sickly ten-year-old boy with the condition no one could describe or manage or cure. The condition that made J.D. a little bit different from everybody else. Did you have a nice rest, Rabbit? Perry glanced around in confusion. They were still on Mount Davidson. What's going on? I wanted to give you a chance to play. Let you build a sand castle on my beach, so you could see that no matter how pretty you make it, eventually the big bad ocean will come along and wipe it all away. JD touched his glasses, and the gloom of the ominous forest descended around them. Ever been to the beach, Perry? Sure, a couple of times. Not me. It was for my protection, apparently. My parents didn't want me catching something. You ever notice how I was always in danger of catching something, Perry? Yet I never did. You can't imagine how exhausting that can be. 
Well, I did have that scarlet fever when I was three. My parents say it stunted me. But hey, better stunted than punted, right? (laughs) (laughs) You always were a clown, Perry. Who was that drop-kicking son of a slipper head that punted me? He's a sockling. He doesn't have a name. He doesn't deserve one. McTweety. And now he does. Thank you. When you name something here, Perry, that's it. It sticks. Like you did with Absentia and Sludge. How does that work? It doesn't matter. McTweety was being naughty, Perry. Now he's being punished for all his sins. Perry could see J.D. was lowering his guard, so he said what he would have wanted to hear at that moment. Your dad really misses you, J.D. J.D.'s head jerked violently. My father probably hasn't even noticed I'm gone, Perry! Something raw flashed across J.D.'s face, then was swept away by the darkness. It flooded back into his eyes, bled into his glasses, turning them into... Shades of nuance. Stop naming things! There's only one master of absentia, Perry, and his name is Sludge! All I see is my old buddy, J.D. Old buddy? We were buddies? Sure. I mean, not close buddies, but you were definitely a chum. Chum? We failed, okay? I failed. And I'm trying to make it right, J.D. Perry clutched the carrot again, blinked. Mount Davidson returned. Come back. I'll take you here. This is your favorite memory? Pretty neat, huh? You want to see mine? Well... J.D. touched his shades, and they were back in the white world of absence. I have no favorite memory, Perry. Maybe you buried it somewhere, J.D. J.D. stared at Perry quietly. Perry shuffled nervously. Maybe you're more of a... a canvas maker than a painter. Canvas maker? My mom paints, right? And she's always telling me... Somebody cut wood, somebody stretch cloth, somebody hammer it together. Canvas don't fall from sky. I'm sure that Da Vinci guy was shopping canvas makers back in the day, you know? Maybe Absentia's your canvas, waiting to be filled with other people's good memories. Can a canvas maker do this? J.D. touched his shades. They were on the rainbow-striped plain, a hot wind blowing hard at their backs. J.D. grinned, bowed, and gestured for Perry to turn. Perry obeyed. His legs turned to molasses. Socklings, 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 socklings. As far back as the eye could see, tens of thousands of socklings. Regimentally aligned, battalion after battalion, rustling and bustling, frosty for battle. At the vanguard of the great army, the very tip of Sludge's spear, thousands of oily black socks undulated nefariously. J.D. raised his hands like a conductor, and the black socks rose as a single wave. They expanded, contracted, rose again all in time with their master's dancing hands. The Grubby Rumblers! I had to name them! They're so cute! Perry scanned the ranks back, 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 trying to find the end. 
when from the middle of the pack a tall tweedy suckling leaped out bounced high in the air then darted back into the lines the tweedy the one that punted him Perry glanced warily at JD he was still focused on his rumbler so what's the plan sludge JD stopped and turned the rumblers collapsed like pizza dough we invade Invade? What do you mean? Invade San Francisco with these socks? Yes. Why? Why? Because they're angry. What do they have to be angry about? They're socks. You think former inanimates have no feelings, Perry? No dreams? No memories? They're angry about being forgotten. Like you? Don't pretend. You know me, Perry. Yeah, but why invade? Revenge. To make things right. Why are you being so thick? I'm not thick. You're thick. Redface and breathless, JD leaned in close to Perry. I have more hope for you, Perry Akiyama Hennigan. That's why I wanted you to go first. That's why you want... Perry's tongue went limp. The baby bunny began kicking madly in his chest. JD grinned devilishly. I need another way back. A door large enough to bring my army with me. Do you understand, rabbit? I need a trailblazer like you. JD touched his shades. He went sludge-like, and they both grew to giant-sized proportions again. So, Mount Perry, are you with me, or are you against me? Choose! A lifetime flashed before Perry's eyes. Images of bullies bowing, girls blushing. It was all there in a moment of glory. Then Perry snatched Jay's glasses off his face. Hey! They shrunk back to normal and Perry quickly backed away as JD swung blindly in the air. Where are you? He caught sight of Perry's blurry retreating form and strode after. Give those back to me this very minute, Perry Aki on my head again. Stop using my middle name! Perry hit the signal on the plum. The purple pocket watch shook. Shimmied, then horked a ball of purple horkage high into the air. The boys halted in surprise and watched the ball of goo rise, hit its apex, hover, then explode. JD, the socklings, the rumblers, absentia, everything vanished. Perry was suddenly alone in the cozy cocoon of coconut and lavender. Didn't expect that to happen. The plum was guiding him onward to the invisible keyhole in the sky. He had exactly 15 minutes to... Do you still have it, sir? Have what? The watch. Which watch? The first pocket watch plucked in absentia. The plum. Besides my interest in antique pen, sir, I'm also a keen collector of early timepieces. Your resume continues to underwhelm. Do I imagine it was lost, sir? Not at all. It's here, see? That's just an old pocket watch. Oh, is it now? And am I nothing more than just an old man? 
Are you nothing more than just an extravagantly rude little girl? And you, son, are you nothing more than a revoltingly polite and ridiculously overgrown little boy? Well, no, sir. I like to think... Of course you do. Appearances rarely reveal the true heart of the matter or the manner of the man. Listen, does it not tick? Yes, but that doesn't... Does it not continue to reveal time where time never existed? What? Does it not continue to cling to me, faithfully committed to its place in the world, trustworthy to... That doesn't make it special. Oh, you question its specialness. What did you just do, sir? I signaled its sibling. Plum too? That's the one. And? We wait. For what? A reply. That we regrettably cannot physically reclaim the exiled twin at this particular moment. We can still communicate with her. I have to believe it provides some comfort. It does me. Now be still, Stitchlings. The signal can come in many forms. We must be alert to its peculiarities. Where is Plum to, sir? Still in absentia. Shh! Listen. Ah, there. Yes, there she is. Those are church bells, sir. Tolling the time. That's not proof. No? What would suffice, Professor? Would it be better if Sludge himself oozed out of that washing machine there and told you everything you hold to be true and real is false? That this world you rely on so unshakably is merely a madman's sketch on a white canvas, craftily concocted in order to distract you from what really matters? Could that happen? What really matters, sir? All will be made known in its own time and proper order. Now, before we rejoin our laundronautical proper children, we must first return to San Francisco, as the rest of our crew were about to encounter an unexpected snarl in the weave of our story's tapestry. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. All 12 episodes of The Passage are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale, extend your spine, 
Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's The Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela Yee is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yemi's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B. Well, we did our best to stay clear of Charlie. Three days into Perry's incursion, Charlie's incessant lingering and lurking turned into something far more profane. Skulking. You see him over there? That is bona fide skulking. We were gathered down the road from the washeterium, playing marbles, waiting for Jonica to get the signal so we could help her extract Perry. Charlie Evans appeared across the street at Nunzio, the newspapers. Newspaper stand. Charlie could barely read, but did his best impression of a customer, flipping through the pages of an upside-down magazine, staring at us all the while. Nunzio was slumped in his lawn chair asleep. This was Nunzio's usual post at this time of day, or any time of day. Benny tried not to look at Charlie. We all tried not to look. But in Benny's not looking, the frustration swelled to the point of combustion. He finally sucked in one last breath and released it like an elephant blowing its nose through a bullhorn. Cars slammed on their brakes. Passing pedestrians excused themselves. Children ran for cover. That's it. Benny strode across the street. Benny, relax. Now is not the time, Benjamin. Go get him, Benji. Mona elbowed Nick in the abdomen. (laughs) You're not helping, Nick. Benny was already across the street, tapping Charlie Evans on the shoulder. Charlie was an intimidating presence, two years older than any of us, built like a brick pizza oven, hair buzzed short, almost six feet tall. He had shoulders wide enough to hang curtains on. His face was enormous. Hands like fly swatters, feet like snowshoes, ears like truck doors flung open. 
Benny, on the other hand, was a fire hydrant with legs. More girth than brawn, six inches shorter than Charlie. Not that any of that mattered to Benny. He just kept tapping Charlie on the shoulder, even though Charlie was now looking him in the face. What? Charlie slapped Benny's hand away. Benny jabbed his meaty finger back into the taller boy's chest. Go away. This is a free country. Benny curled his hand into a ball and shook it in Charlie's face. Is my free fist, Benny. Jonica was the quickest to cross the street, as if she'd flown. She squeezed Benny's hand gently. Benny, stop, please. But Benny was way past launch mode. The rest of us filed in behind him. Ooh, I see you got yourself a posse there, fat boy. I never saw Benny's fist move. Charlie went down in a heap. He was up just as quickly, grinning, hopping around like a boxer. That boy's got some pluck! Yee-haw! Charlie wasn't as quick as Benny, but far more powerful. His uppercut lifted Benny off the ground, and then he was upside down in a rack devoted exclusively to the approaching war in Europe. For the love of lentils! Nunzio, the newspaperist, was a tall Italian with a bushy mustache that collected everything he ate throughout the day. Rarely did he awaken for anything other than a purchase, which was rare enough. Our brawl, apparently, was the other exception to the rule. No fighting in the war section! I don't remember attacking Charlie, but attack him I did. Weeks of pent-up rage fueled me on. I don't remember getting hit, but get hit I did. After about the fourth time of landing on my back, I decided it was safer to remain where I was. I remember the hazy image of Benny and Charlie rolling around on the sidewalk, Nunzio trying to untangle them, the rest of my colleagues writhing on the concrete in various stages of distress. Get off, you sack of potatoes! I ain't no sack of potatoes, you bag of broken bagels! See, see, desist! Constabularies! Nunzio finally pulled them apart. Benny and Charlie glared at each other, chests heaving, shirts torn. This, my business. You, not my business. Go mind your business. Nunzio gave us a final icy stare, then began gathering up his spilled magazines, muttering Italian curses. We pulled our battered selves to our feet and assembled around Benny. Charlie calmly tucked in his shirt, his face inscrutable. Expect more if we find you skulking around here again, Charlie. We all turned in surprise. Nick seemed to be growing more of a spine each day. Charlie spat a gob of blood into the gutter. Look, he's visiting me in my dreams. None of us had ever had a conversation with Charlie Evans before. It took a moment. Who is? You know who. Charlie spat another gob of blood. That's what happens to people with a guilty conscience. I don't have a conscience, Nicky Ricky Timbo! Then why do you keep lurking and lingering, I asked. And skulking. Charlie started to speak, then noticed one of his shoes was untied. He knelt wearily and started working on the laces. It's J.D., but he's different. Older, weirder if that's even possible, but it's him. Doesn't talk. He's just there, waiting. I, I, I can't even sleep anymore. The effort of speaking 
seemed to diminish Charlie. He finished his laces, but remained slumped over. How do you know it's him? Those stupid taped-up glasses. We stifled our gasps. Charlie noticed and pulled himself back to his feet, studying our faces. What happened to him? Where is he? You shoved him into a washing machine. That's what happened. Then he lunged at Charlie, but Nick and I were ready this time. Yeah? What's it to you, Benjamin? You never liked him? None of you did! Hell, Nick, you hung him from a flagpole once! What makes you guys so different from me? Huh? Huh? Charlie spat a final gob of blood into the gutter and turned to go. Nothing. We turned to Jonica. We're not so different, you and us. Where's Perry? He's out of town with his parents. Liar! I just want him out of my head, okay? That's it! That's why I've been skulking. I just... It ain't easy for me to... Maybe stop beating people up and they might start trusting you. Yeah? You gonna trust me now, Nick? Huh? Gonna be my rich pal? Nick looked down at his new shoes. I'll settle for fear. Charlie turned to go. If he says something to you, maybe write it down, Charlie? We all turned to Jonica, now the center of our gravity. In your dreams, wake up, but stay asleep. Ask him questions. If he says something, jot it down when you wake up. I'll read them. That might help, Charlie. We swiveled back to Charlie. Okay. He turned and shuffled off. He was limping, trying hard not to. Then he rounded the corner and was gone. Dreams aren't real. I beg your pardon? How could Sludge be in Charlie's dreams? Dreams aren't real. No. Have you never awoken from a dream crying, my dear? Maybe. She has her. It's grotesque. Silencio! Or laughed so hard you awakened yourself? Or perhaps you were flying in your dream and awoke with your heart beating like a bungo. Do they not affect us, these dreams? Do they not frighten and tickle? Inspire the thick Turn pennies to nickels? Cucumbers to pickles? What? What is it that distinguishes the real from the dream? Sleep? Who's to say we ought to sleep right now? That all of this is the dream. And when we close our eyes, that's when our real lives begin. You are scaring the clothes. Never forget to wonder, children. Without wonder, there can be no surprise, no joy, no heartbreak, no revelation. This glaring lack in your education has forced me to reconsider the need for your laundronaut training. What? My lack isn't glaring, sir. It begins now. First laundronaut challenges thus. When you go to sleep tonight, children, awaken in your dreams, explore, report back to me what you find. What? But how do we do that? You will turn them into dreamers. I certainly hope so. The Laundronauts, a potentially untrue tale based on actual events. 
conceived, written, and directed by Colin McKenzie Mitchell. Original music, sound design, and editing by Dave McKeever. Produced by Monica Miklas and Dave McKeever. Script supervision and editorial assistance by Christina Bryan. Casting by Mary Claire Sweeters. Executive producers, John Cameron Mitchell, Ed Asner, and Colin McKenzie Mitchell. Starring in order of appearance, Isaac Robinson Smith as the man and nuncio, Alison Frazier as the woman and Madame Russia, Ed Asner as the narrator, Corey Kruger as JD and Sludge, Trevor Bernardino as Perry, John Cameron Mitchell as Absentia, Sharon Omi as Okasan, Michael Hagiwara as Otosan, Max Mitchell as the brother, Evan Toke as the sister, London Johnson as Benny, Lily Resto as Mona, Bluebell Saracino as Jonica, Nirvan Paul as Nick, Noah Bentley as Charlie. The Laundronauts is a collaboration between iHeartMedia and Little Brother Sam Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Laundronauts is a production of iHeartRadio. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge the season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.